Hey everybody, welcome back to uh, another episode of Whiskey Soured, uh, Libations and Conversations. Uh, it's your girl Dom. This week, uh, this is a very special episode. Uh, I We're about to really get deep in and get a little heavy over here potentially, but I have been listening um, to a podcast that my former co-worker slash girlfriend has created and it is called uh uh called locked up with tiffany nicole um on this podcast she um shares the journey her journey of her son um, being incarcerated um and a lot of things took place back in in 2020 and this is a vulnerable space for her and i can appreciate her true authentic authenticity I'm so country. Um, and <laughs> being able to open up and, and and share with the world and connect with other mothers who are going through similar situations um, and just giving, providing a safe space for other people um, as well. And, you know, we know people who could have a brother, a son, a daughter that is locked up and we never really discuss it because they we probably feel like it's like hands hands off because you don't want to divulge too, too much, but you just never know by asking the right questions to somebody, how they can open up. And they also need an outlet to be able right. to share. So I want to welcome Tiffany Nicole to whiskey sour yay hey i'm so honored to be on your platform yes now do we have whiskey on this show uh we normally do but i was moving <laughs> fast and then i didn't want to do too much i because okay. what happens is you know when the liquor hits your system and it's because i did week. bring my i did bring my oh, mask oh, well, i didn't know what we're gonna do <laughs> I mean, I was trying to keep it professional to make sure I got all my questions out. I didn't want my producer to be upset with me. So I was like, well, let me just be a little sober because then I know I can do my job very well. I trust you. But baby, normally I'd be, I'm turnt. I am turnt. Well, hold on. We're going to pause it because I'm about to go get a shot. I, hold on. And we are back with some whiskey. Neat. This week's episode is not sponsored by To The More Do, uh, but I'm going to keep drinking it until they do. So <laughs> welcome, welcome, friend. And let's just, let's, let's just get it started. Let's get yeah, you know, let's go. My, my question they are up. Yes, ma'am. Hey. Um, so take us back to the first time your son kind of had an encounter. I believe you said the first encounter was in high school. Yes, high school. Yes. 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 Um, it was his senior, no, junior year, uh -huh. um, where he just started to shift. And it was, this one was just like, you know, him with his friends and they just doing dumb stuff. And okay. next thing you know, they got pulled over and my son happened to have, um, allegedly, um, <laughs> um, some pills on him. So, um, he was, he was in Juvie for the weekend. And so okay. the charges were, so we sealed it, sealed it. Good to go. So that was the first incident was like high school. But then after that, he went back to like being a normal high school kid. Okay. And so from there, you said he graduated everything, you know, you had your support system and yes. then things are just kind of, kind of like shifting a little bit. Cause you said. Yeah. It shifted where like his senior year. So he got kicked out of like several high schools. So I had to like beg like one of the people like, please let my son graduate. Please put him in a school. So he was in this um this program where he was able to graduate. And um him and his dad had a conversation. Okay. And whatever that conversation was shifted him to go left. Ooh. So I don't know what the what the conversation was, but when my son got off the phone, came into the room, he was just like, I'm good. I'm gonna go outside with my friends. 
And I was just like, okay. And then like a week later, he started acting up. And then we got him through high school. He graduated. So he didn't know what he wanted to do. Fine, that's cool. He didn't know what you want to do. But mama know what she want to do. Mama want to move to LA. Because mama uh-huh. done with Chicago. So what you going to do? Um, let me figure out life. Okay, so you figured out why I go to LA. Well, I figure out my life too. And what? Then he gets shot. After I'm here for like a year or two. I'm here for two years. Yeah. Then he gets shot. Okay. Yeah. So what was that like that call? Just, you know, I can only imagine you being like 3,000 miles away and that, that mama, that mama bird. Like, I, I get it. So it was like, like, I don't, I was watching some movie, a prison movie, and it was a young kid that was in the movie. And it was, um, dang, do you remember Peoples from, um, uh, what movie was that with, uh, Samuel Jackson? Okay. Okay. So he was, uh, one of like the people, he was incarcerated and he was like the OG in prison. So he would take okay. some of the, the young people under their wing. And I was watching it late at night. And I got like teary eyed because a young kid had so much potential, but ended up going another direction. So he took mm-hmm. him under his wing. And I literally was, I would never forget this night. I was on the couch and I said, man, God, please never let my son have to ever go to prison. Because it was like a really rough movie. Literally a week later, I get a phone call from one of his female friends saying, uh, Miss Tiffany, I don't know, but um, I think your son was shot on uh, Snapchat. She's Snapchat. <laughs> yes. She goes, I think that's him on Snapchat. And I didn't have Snapchat at the time. And she's just like, so I'm like, what do you mean you think? She goes, I think that's him laying on the ground that he just got shot. So that's how I oh found my- out. That's how I got the call from one of his female friends from school. Then I call my homeboys from Chicago and I'm like, yo, this is what's happening. I need y'all to hit the street to see what's happening. And I get a phone call back and said, yeah, your son was shot. Yeah. Oh my and I was God. just devastated. And I was on the next flight, literally all the flights. I couldn't get out that night. So I got out like the following morning. Wow. And so like your son gets shot, you rush out. And so mm-hmm. what was he? He was clearly in stable. Yes. So I got the phone call. And then the, the crazy part is when I when I called my mom, my mom was just like, okay, we're all at the... So my family, I have a big family. So when I tell you, it was 45 people in that emergency, like in the lobby wow. area. I wasn't there yet, but my family came out and they showed out. Like it was nothing I but the McHugh's, Ellis. That's all you saw. In- <laughs> it was crazy. So my cousins are like, okay, Tiffany, we're here. And then they have me on speakerphone. And then the nurse comes by. She goes, he's not going to make it. My mom passes out. My mom passes out. And my cousin just takes the phone. She goes, your mom just passed out. Um, We're going to call you back. And I instantly just dropped to my knees. And I just started praying. He Obviously, he made it through. So I get to I get to uh, Chicago, talk to him. He's just like, mom. He, I'm not going to like, I'm okay. I'm not one of those mamas that's going to be like, oh. Timmy was so good. No, nah, my son was fucking up. Like, let me be honest. Like, yeah. he knew right from wrong, and he decided to go another direction. And I tried my best, and I begged him to be get on the straight and narrow. And it, he, it didn't work, and he decided to go another direction. And now here we are. Now he's incarcerated. Yeah, and, and you talk about a lot, too, um, you know, his dad kind of, I guess, kind of being in and out a little bit. And then, you know, him also having father figures and it just mm-hmm. wasn't enough. It wasn't. the My my guy that I'm seeing now was in his life and he is very um, stable. He's, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a good, like he's a good father figure. So my son literally in prison, he tells me, everybody else was good but they wasn't my dad. So he was around my uncles, my dad, my male cousins, my homeboys, uh, my guy that I'm seeing, all had good careers. Nobody was in the you know, drug industry. Nobody was gangbanging. No, none of that. Everybody had good jobs. So he was around good quality, solid black men. 
but it wasn't his dad. He wanted his dad, and I couldn't give him that. And neither could my uncles or my dad. So if if you don't mind me asking, Go ahead. Uh, what was the relationship with his dad and you like? And, and, and because he clearly is around, because he says, okay, in, in sidebar, what the hell did he say that just shifted his entire life in a phone call where it's like, okay, you got this random one off that happens. And like you said, here's the thing. Kids be bad. We all do stuff that can yes. really, yes. you know, yes. really shift, shift it for us all. But it's like, okay, what happened where it, he, this guy has said something to you that really was that way that heavy on you and he didn't share with you where you could have even came back as a mother, as a friend, as a confidant and say, mm-hmm. yo, he, it sounds like he got you fucked up. Sorry. Right. Like, yeah. No, no. I hope. Yeah. No. Like, I, so eventually I found out what he said to him. Okay. But I found out in prison. It, it was mostly like, do what the fuck you want to do. I don't give a fuck about you. I like knew he it. Said, he said, I don't that's, love you. That's what I felt when you said that. I was he like, was, I, like, he was angry. My, my son's father was angry. My son was angry. So both people coming together, having a conversation, both were angry. So he said things that he shouldn't have said. Yeah. I mean, in hindsight, now he yeah. wish he regrets that he didn't say it because now he's asking for forgiveness. However, I mean, we can't go back because that's what shifted yeah. everything was those words like, I don't love you. People do not understand that words mean things. Um, you know, I'm a huge uh, listener of the read and Crystal says that all the time words mean things and and people don't realize that until it's too late right until it's too late and now here we are he's asked forgiveness and all that good stuff but it was just like damn i told you he needed i knew that my son shifted and this is where single mamas need to understand like i love my son however i'm not the mama that's gonna baby you Uh but I knew that there was a season that he didn't need me no more. He needed a male figure. Yeah. But he wanted, he was around all his uncles and everybody, but he, that, that wasn't his dad. I he couldn't do learning. nothing. Yeah. I, there was nothing that I can do. Like literally I have letters from my son in prison saying, mom, you did all you can do. But honestly, I didn't need you at that age. I needed my dad. Yeah. And then his dad said that and then it just. Triggered and it shifted and he just went yeah. left and- here we are, and now he's in car. And, you know, I'm not saying that he's that he holds, you know, all the blame for him being incarcerated because my son knew right from wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He knows right from wrong, but he chose to go down this path. Yeah, and 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 I think the the thing is that's hard is that when you're having those conversations, because I'm pretty sure after the stint in high school, the what the incident that happened. You know, we know the typical conversation with kids. It's like, yo, you gonna end up dead or in jail? That's all he got. That's he he all. It's all he got all the time. And then I would never forget. I'm not gonna mention the principal's name, but he's a principal back in Elgin, Illinois. He said, I went to him, knowing that my son was shifting. I said, I need your help because he's shifting. He was on the football team, but he ended up with, he was on the football team, but he wanted to be like a little bit thug life. Football slash thug life. Like you can't do both. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, you you gotta pick a side. You gotta pick a side. And I'm hoping you gonna pick football, but he ended up trying, you know, but, and the principal looks at me and says, he's either gonna get, he's gonna, he's gonna die or he's gonna go to prison. There's nothing that we can do. Wow. I would never forget that principle ever again. Never. Wow. Yeah. And I could just only imagine receiving those words. And then here we are. And it's like, and, and, and when we talk about the power of words too, it's the power to speak life and death over somebody. Right. And so him saying that is must have seen like this little little things that he planted and and it and now here it is it manifested and so it's just really really just crazy and 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 then COVID happens before he is incarcerated and yes. you're here and now he's out the hospital and he is on the run 
Yeah, so he's been out the hospital for a little bit. Right. Um, and we had Mother's Day planned. Okay. Because COVID happened the 17th of March. Or was it May? Yeah. Was it March? Or well, it was March. March. It was definitely March. Because I had March. to run out of St. Louis. That's right. March. Okay. Yeah. So we ha- had Mother's Day to plan. So he was going to come see me okay. on Mother's Day. He was going to spend the whole week with me out here in L.A. Um, but we didn't know what COVID was. They were saying, don't go outside. Don't go. Like, they were saying not to go. So I was just like, and then he was like at my grandma, at my mom and dad's house. So I was just like, I don't know if you should get on a flight. Yeah. I don't know if it's safe for Papa and Grandma. Since, you know, they were saying, like, for older people. Yeah, it was really. Yeah. So I was just like, so this very day I have to go to therapy because for that part, for that line, I said, I said, you know what? Maybe you should stay home for Mother's Day because we don't know what this virus is. <sighs> because the incident happened on Mother's Day. Damn, Tiff. Yeah. But I had a, one of the best Mother's Day. Like, he FaceTimed me. He did everything. I got flowers. I got, I got stuff sent here. He he took my mom out to dinner, like, or he bought her dinner. It was, like, the best Mother's Day ever. And then my mom. So something that I kept texting him because I got into it with somebody in my family. You know how family members be. I just want mm-hmm. to choke them. And I was texting him, and he wasn't responding. I'm like, what the hell? Why he ain't responding to me? I was like, okay, maybe he out, so I'm gonna let him be. So the next morning, still no response. So yeah. my mom, I said, Mom, go in Damiani's room and see where he at. She go, he upstairs. I said, No, he not. She says, Yes, he is. I said, No, he's not. So my mom and I are arguing. He wasn't upstairs in his room. You could feel it. You I felt knew. it. I knew. I knew. And my mom was just like, Well, he did go outside with all black on that night with a hoodie on and a black mask, but I didn't think nothing of it. I'm like, Why didn't you call? I'm like, what? Like a black hoodie, black jeans, black boots. That means you about to go outside and go do something that you don't got no business doing during the pandemic. Yeah. Ain't nothing open. Where are you going? <laughs> and that's wow. when it all happened. And that's what everything happened. Wow. Yes. Is. Do you, are you comfortable with sharing? Oh, yeah. yes. I'm okay, like what happened? Okay. So I called the story of, you know, the story of Samson and Delilah? Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, it's okay. been a while, but a little bit. Oh, God. So, Jesus still loves us as we drink. Because <laughs> what you got, you got Jesus and who? <laughs> Girl. So you like, you're like, I got favorite. my Jesus. and I got... that's, that's my favorite line. That's my favorite line. I always tell people. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Jesus wine therapy. It ain't nothing like that meat on the side. I'm not talking Baby. about that meat on the grill. <laughs> that other meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, like him and his girl at the time, you know, I don't know. My son was just all over the place. So okay. they were talking about trying to allegedly like rob somebody. So my son was like, go sleep with him. And go put him to sleep and leave the back door open. And I guess supposedly, like, I don't allegedly, like, this is, you know. And that's how everything happened. They got to going back and forth. And then there was a um, a gun involved, all this other stuff they were saying that was involved. And next thing you know, he's on the run. Oh, my God. Okay. So that's why I say Samson and Delilah, like, he was Samson, yeah. she's Delilah. Like, so you met some female that told you that. Like you was trying to rob somebody, but it's like a, it was a home invasion. Yeah. So that's what it was. It was in a local newspaper. So it's in a local newspaper. It's on the internet. Like it's that's what he went to court for. It was home invasion. That's what he went to jail for. That's home invasion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, did they get the girl too, or he didn't? Oh, she gone. We they can't even find her. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So when it was time for when it was time for witnesses, court, all of that. Oh. Even him, the person that allegedly that he um, attacked, is gone too. Like nobody showed, nobody showed up to court. Nobody. Okay, <laughs> we could talk about that offline because then I have <laughs> listen. But you, here's the thing: like you said, you're outside of Chicago. Let yeah. me tell you, um, I've been re-traumatized 
as of a few days ago because uh, my cousin was murdered uh, in mm-hmm. Chicago, outside of Chicago, about six, 16 years ago. Okay. And um, they had the guy, it was multiple people there. Uh, they were trying to, it was home invasion, gated okay. community. Yes. And we're still, I'm still to this day trying to process, like, why was he there? Like, she didn't live there. And it was just weird. So anyway, uh, the person, one of the guys they get, he's in jail. We get notification of a retrial in January. They push it back. No updates. Mm-hmm. They dismissed it yet the other day because Chicago PD did not enter and all the evidence. What? Yeah. So, yeah, I already know. I'm like, hold on. That sound, that don't sound right, but you know what? I know where you are, and I know how it is. Because I don't even, if, if the witnesses don't show up to jail, to the court. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why they, nobody showed up, so they was trying to find some type of something to get my son to go to prison. Because the um the Elgin police is not a fan of my family, so yeah, my family. I'm like, that's what that sound know. like. Yeah, they wasn't a fan. There's not like there was no evidence. There was no nothing for my son. There was nothing, and um the witnesses and the people that were there didn't even show up to trial. Wow, they didn't show up, and the like, judge was like, "Okay, what's what? oh, what's happening? There's no witnesses. There's no nothing." So, you know, the prosecutor's like, okay, well, we're going to try to go another route to try to get her son to go stay in prison. So yeah. it came with something else. Wow. That's crazy. Yes. Imagine that's how so many crazy. people that are in prison because of that, though. Yeah. Oh, all the time. And and, and 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 people that, like you said, like, it's just, the system has to change. And so here's the thing is trying to get our brothers and sisters to understand and be proactive and things like that, whether it be, you know, voting, you know, understanding, going to council meetings, who are these people? What are they doing? What's really happening behind the scenes? Because this is going to be a repetitive cycle until we figure out that we work better together than we do apart. Right. Right. Because this doesn't make you telling me that I said, wait a second. Okay. The key people did not all show are up. Gone. All are gone. None of them showed up. Not one person showed up. Not and even see, people that's boy, like in the building. And see, homeboy is probably thinking like, "Shit, I ain't die." Right. And I got it. I'm not. I'm not. You know. But I get it. But it's also it just what it really sounds like. What I'm hearing mm-hmm. is that your son did not need prison. Your son needed therapy. He did. And we don't know. And we always be so quick to throw people. Black mm-hmm. people and brown people behind, a, you know, some bars as opposed to really trying to make an effort to rehabilitate them because, you know, Peter and Paul and Michael are private investors and they get kickbacks from it. Yes. And here we are. So, okay, so now your son is incarcerated. Um, to, uh, and how um and could you remind me of uh what was the terms of his sentence again like how long what was the the amount so he was looking at um 30 years because home invasion you can get 30 years okay for home invasion um but um he ended up getting 10 years okay so 10 years and then um you have to do 50 percent of your time yeah okay. so five years okay. so um he served three years already Right. And he was on the, you know, so he was like, so yeah, so he served three, but he's in the hole. He's in the hole. He's in the hole. Yes. And they're trying to say that they may extend his time longer. Yeah. So he was in Pinkleyville, Illinois, in maximum prison. Okay. And then he got moved to Canton, Riverside, which is a medium prison. Um, so when you get moved to a medium, that means you're soon to be you're coming home. Yeah. Um, so he's been on the straight and narrow through all this time. And now all of a sudden, you know, they're accusing him of saying that he's that 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 he sold some drugs or he's one ticket says he sold drugs and one ticket says that he was smoking it. I'm like, well, which one is it? And there's no evidence. So there's no evidence at all. It's an inmate. If that's it. 
Like, how you gonna have an inmate be a witness? An inmate is a witness. Yeah, that sounds like somebody getting money on their books. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, that don't even sound. I, so I'd be interested. Okay, here's the here's the plot twist. Here's the way my <laughs> mind the prayers are set up. All right, because you know I me, mean? I'm all about humanity. I want I want to heal the world. Not heal no, the world, but go ahead. Yes. Still, I'm like I'm not fucking with the daddy. But does daddy want forgiveness? Mm-hmm. Has he been in contact with him? Like, it's one thing for him to say to you, Tiff, like, I want him to forgive me. Mm-hmm. But it's like, clearly you are not well. Mm-hmm. And you're saying things just to say things and be hurtful. But I wonder if there was some kind of way, because clearly the, the father, I, I would... It sounds like kind of had some sort of epiphany or breakthrough. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's like, I'm like, I'm going to give him credit. He's not the same as what he was before. He literally has hold himself accountable, said, you know what? I should have said that. Please forgive me. Like he even asked for my forgiveness. Yeah. Saying, I'm sorry that I wasn't there for you throughout the time. I'm like, so I'm going to give him credit that he's, I'm not going to hold nobody to the cross. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. See, this you is know. why I love when people are human and, and allow people to grow because we always forget that. You know, change is, is a, a part of life, whether right. we like it or not. And we, mm-hmm. what we hope is that we all evolve to be the best versions of ourselves. Absolutely. So, 100%. what has that conversation, those interaction, at the that interaction been like for your son and his father? Well, they had a heart to heart, you know. Okay. And um, honestly, uh, my son said, "You know what, mom? That's between me and my dad." And I said, "You know what? I respect that." Yeah. So I don't know, but. Um, They've rekindled. Okay. Um, it's not as strong, but it's 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 progress. Okay. I okay. would say my son is probably more not probably. He is closer to my guy than versus his dad. Like he would call, he calls my guy dad. Oh. Because my guy does a lot for him. You know, a lot of it too is understanding the God within ourselves, too. Mm-hmm. Because if if we are extensions of him, that means we are him. And when you realize that power and you know your power, mm-hmm. send your son this sound back. <laughs> you, you start to move, you move different. Yes. And, and, and I think that a lot of times, you know, um, and, and my prayer for your son is to, you know, to recognize that and realize that and move through that because he's so much deserving of more and he has so much to offer life. And you've given him so much already. And so it's like, share that with the world. Be able to, you know, move past it. Like, when you were sitting in the hall, and then you did this episode, you know, I said, oh, why? I'm about to come down there and whoop you because I know. And you're like, I'm like, what is happening? Like, because I don't know. Like, but I don't know what it's like to be in prison. Like, what do you have to maintain? Or, you know, I don't know. So I don't know if there was a situation where he had no choice. Like, I don't know. Like, it's easy to say, like, get it together. But we don't know what it's like behind behind bars. Like, he's yeah. literally, he's literally been sitting next to one of the inmates, and another inmate comes up to another inmate. Like, he's like, he said one time, he's like ten feet away, and the person gets stabbed in the eye. So my son has seen people get killed in prison. So yeah. I don't know the level of what he has to do to maintain so he, things yeah. doesn't happen to him. I don't know that. Yeah. And some things he can't share because, you know, the phones are recorded. Yep. Yep. And then, you know, you can't write it because they read what you write, you know. Mm -hmm. Then we text each other. But, again, they have to read the text before they approve it. So there's so many things he can't share with me. But when he gets out, we definitely, that's a whole, you know, a whole other story. I would um, definitely, like I said, it's just about, I I get it. Like, I I don't get it because all we see is what we see. In the movies, mm-hmm. on TV mm-hmm. shows, what it's like, and and, mm-hmm. and I know some a lot of the stuff is firsthand accounts, and you know they say, oh, if you go to jail, do this so you can establish like dominance, so they don't, you know, like punk you and all this stuff. But it's also it's like, dang y'all, we all up in here. Can we all just sing kumbaya and get along? Like, but it's a whole nother out. world in there. Yes, it's a oh. whole nother world. Like they ask you, you have to pick a gang. Man, you have to pick a side when you get in there. You have to. It's no like I'm good. It's not like no, nah, I'm with Jesus. Nah, 
you gotta pick a side. Maybe the way that I would be like, and right. I don't know. You, I know, you. right? Like you, you. And it's crazy know. how like the inmates know why you in there. Like, how do they get your paperwork? That's what I want to know. Like, how do they know why you no, in there? Because, listen, because you you remember the stories. It'd be crazy because people people be they talk, and you remember the the. What was it like the correction officer, like whoever the girl, and she was sleeping with somebody and then the new the new black or something? The new black. No, this is in real life, girl. Oh, real life. Girl oh, came up that. pregnant by inmate. I mean, it'd be a whole thing. I think I seen that. I think see it would be <laughs> mad. And I'll I just be like, dog. It'd be a whole situation. Maybe yeah. a cat. Y'all, you know when and y'all gotta Y'all ain't got nothing to do but make y'all life dramatic because it ain't nothing else happening. I'm like, listen, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get my diploma. Let me get the fuck up out of here. And the crazy part about being the whole, they don't want you to go to therapy anymore. They don't want you to go to school anymore. They take everything from you. Oh, wow. So he was in, so my son was in therapy. He was going to school. He was on the list to go to, to have a job, to work in the kitchen. All gone now. Wow. Man, yeah, it's so it's so it's so crazy, and like I said, I'd be so interested, you know, like once he is released to uh, like hear his story and be like this is what I saw because it's like it's gonna be a road to to healing and I know I know to like unpack and release what he is seeing. He's gonna be my co-host when he gets out. Oh, Okay. He is going to be my co-host. So he's going to talk from the perspective of being in prison. And I'm talking from the perspective of the mother, of you know, because being a mother, like, I still got to go to work, girl. I still got to pay these bills. Look, we live yep. in Los Angeles and it is not cheap here. <laughs> and, and you, are you still at Bloomies? No, uh-uh. Oh, I'm okay. on Melrose now. Yeah, I'm on Melrose. Yeah. So okay. it's like, you know, I mean, pay has went up, but cost of living still, you know, cost, just because my pay went up. The oh, cost, cost of living. Up, yeah. You know, so, Shoot. and I've lived like 12 minutes from downtown LA. So all of this is like, you know, it's high, but I love it here. I wouldn't change it for the world though. It's, I'm not going to lie. It's crazy how like addicting this place is because of that sunshine when it's sunny okay. and that weather is perfect. It gets you. Like, I am like. Yeah, Man. like when I got the news today that so the news I got this morning from one of his female friends is like, but Miss Tiffany, um, Damiani may be in the hole for six months. But I do they that. understand how that mm-hmm. but they know what they're trying to do, they're trying to break you. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and he hasn't broken. And so mm-hmm. that's how that it keeps happening. That's why I call him Samson. Remember Samson, the Bible, where he got his hair cut off because of that woman? Mm-hmm. And then his hair was his strength. He had long hair. So, yeah, he knows that. He knows that he's Samson. He knows what I put in him. So I feel like a part of me feels like they're trying to break me and try to break him because they can read our text messages. So mm-hmm. I always call, I always, you know, speak life into him. That's the one thing I say, you know what, you're Samson. You know, you're, you know, you can get through this. You can get through this because no yeah. weapons form against you should prosper. So it's like, and they probably look at, they're reading like, oh, this is a different type of mama. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Do you like ever, we talk about like our faith, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. And you, like you said, you got your wine and your Jesus. <laughs> wine, Jesus and therapy and that meat. Okay. <laughs> Um, do you ever uh think that God could be protecting him from something else by being in prison versus mm-hmm. being on the street? I believe um that when he got shot and he didn't die, uh-huh. that God was I felt in my heart like, okay, God has a purpose for him. Uh-huh. I believe that. And then a year, what, six, eight months later, he ends up going to prison. And then in my hometown in Elgin, um, there was a really bad shootout. Um, like three kids died and my son knows all of them. Wow. So I told him, he's old mom, I already know about the shootout. And I said, you know, I said, Damiani, I said, I believe God is protecting you because you could have, no, not could, your ass would have been at that party. I know you. Yeah. And you could have been one of those kids that got murdered. 
So I believe in my hearts of hearts. This is going to sound crazy too. Being in the hole, there's something about him being in a hole is protecting him too. That's why I haven't lost my mind because I said, okay, God, you know what's happening. I can't see the, uns I can't see, yeah. but you can see the other side. And you know what the people are saying in the warden, the guards, the CEOs, like, you know, everything, lieutenants. So you must be still protecting him. Mm. So I'm going to trust the process and just trust you. Yeah. I believe that he is protecting him. Yeah. I strongly believe that. Because now I, he's going to be in six months. That's a long time for me not hearing his voice. I I, I hope that it's not six months, but mm -hmm. I just, I all I know is, is in darkness. Mm -hmm. There's still light. Girl, you better there's say still it. Light. There's still light. It might be far, but you fix, if you fixate on that light. Girl, and I'm holding on to God's promise. I'm holding on to what he said to me. Because if he wanted my child, he would have took him a long time ago. He would have took him yeah. that day. Do you, um like, why Why is it so important for you to connect and, and get your put your story out there for everybody to hear and, and see? Because that's really hard. Like, even here, like, I, I appreciate you uh, being very transparent and vulnerable. Um, and why why did you feel like it was important like were you looking you know i know sometimes people connect with people online and, and mm -hmm. you know did you find that it was like no sort of like support or connect you know a network out there for moms like you yeah so that's what happened i was on my patio one day and i was trying to i was surfing the internet and i love podcasts uh -huh. so i listen to podcasts like when i'm cleaning up or when i'm in my car and i was trying to find podcasts for like mothers with incarcerated kids Okay. And there was like, you know, people that transformation, people who have been in prison, but that's not, I'm, I've never been in prison. So I can't, you know, I have no idea. So I'm right. looking for the perspective of a mother. There was nothing out there. And then I was good old me and my glass of wine. And I was just <laughs> like, let me start one. You know, so I was just yeah. like, let me start one. And I was just like, I'm about to tell my business. Oh, well, I'm about to be a blessing to other people. It is what it is. Because there was nothing out there. Like, even now, if you look, there's nothing out there, a podcast or any type of platform for mothers. It's always about the inmates, prison trans, you know, all that stuff is out there. But what about the mothers? Yeah. You're I think right, we forgotten. I, you're right. Because I think about, like, the, the mommy podcast that you have, and it's, like, completely different. Like, yeah, you know, good moms, bad choices. It's like... That's not the, yeah, that's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. So I created one and then I started a private Facebook group and mm -hmm. it's the, um, yeah. So with that, I started, you know, the, uh, incarceration of, you know, the impact of incarceration on mothers. That's the private Facebook group I have. There's over 600 mothers I have in my group. 600 mothers that's in that group. Yeah. Wow. That is and phenomenal. And I'm, it's a blessing that I can be a blessing to them because um, some of them are really in depression, like mm -hmm. really can't go through it. Like they don't want to get up. They don't want to do nothing. And I'm grateful to God that I can get up, go to the gym, pull it together. But it's all through the grace of God. It's not Tiffany. It's God. Because flesh would be like, I'm, I'm sad. I want, I want to stay in my bed. But God keeps saying, you got to keep going. You got to keep pushing. Yeah. Cause it, for you, cause it, it, it's really, you know, it's crazy how we have to trick our minds to be like that. And I know it's like, you're like, it's, it's just a moment of time because he's going to come home. Mm -hmm. We got plans. We're going to do this together. Mm -hmm. So it's part of the plan once, you know, he's out to get him transferred out here. So you guys are together. Yes. Are so that's the plan is to get him okay. out here. Um, that's the plan to get him out here so we can be co-hosts together. And then I also want to start a nonprofit organization for mothers, though. This is like sometimes mothers forget about themselves. They don't mm. get pampered. All the time. They, you know I what I'm saying? Like, I'm a dog mom. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we forget about each other. So it's like we just forget. And then, like, um, there's mothers who I don't have any more children. And I'm not having okay. any more. So some mothers in the group have two kids that are in prison. Mm. Some mothers have one child in prison, but I have three kids that are free. It's just me and Marley. That's it. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to be like, oh, I got to get up and take Jimmy to school. I don't have to do any of that. So yeah. those moms I commend because that takes a lot of strength. So they yeah. have to pick between, do I pay my rent? Do I got to pay my light bill? How am I going to send him commissary? Yeah. Like, that is a lot. Yeah. And they may not be able to send commissary because they got to pay their light bill or they or the rent or mortgage. Yeah. So I want to come up with something where some type of organization for mothers to have some type of outlet of resources. Okay. Because because it's dope. just it's just just like I can't imagine having three kids and one is in prison and each and you know kids be begging all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know they be begging, and then they you got be one, right. Then you got the son incarcerated. Like, mom, you put some money in my books, and then she's just like, "Don't let her be a single mom." Yeah, trying to figure it like that has to be a heavy weight on her. Yeah. And I'm grateful to God that I have like my guy. I he's just everything. Like he puts the commissary on my son books. He says, "I don't want you to worry about commissary." So he. Sets up automatically where it's automatically to my son every month. Because wow. he says, I don't want you to stress about it. You worry about what you got to worry about. And I handle the commissary. And it's not even his son. Yeah. That's why I said that meat on the side, girl, will do some justice. Listen. <laughs> listen. You know, and, and people, and, and I hope, you know, like I hope, and I know that, you know, your baby understands, like, how important that person he is to your person yes yes and like really be able to soak that in and absorb that because sometimes what happens too is we we know that being in prison is they feeling so alone but it's like you know some people when they get out they don't have nobody they don't have nowhere to go nowhere to he go got nowhere to go he got people that care about him he has a family that it's like, oh, we wait for you, but what we not gonna do? <laughs> you know what I mean? And no, like, it's true. Yeah, because that's so crazy. Because like we see that sometimes, you know, and, and that's how people end up going back because it's like, shit, I ain't have no nothing else to go back to. I got food and shelter inside, right? And yeah. I'm grateful that he has something like like I'm here for him when he gets out. And yeah. I and I know it's gonna be hard for him to find a job too. So like, this is why I'm pushing my podcast you know, to grow it. Like, you know how it is because you're pushing your podcast. You know what I'm saying? To eventually where he can, like, not have to depend on trying to find work from the man. Like, when yeah. he comes home, my goal is, you know what, well, let me keep fighting and doing this so when you come home, you don't got to go look for no job because mom, because mama already has a, a job for you within the family. Yeah. And then just keep pushing from there. You and know, just, it, yeah. it's shit. Listen, we ain't even got no records, and we know how chaotic it is. It's right, like, that's what I'm saying. Right, and y'all not trying to pay right, like right rages. Like y'all, y'all, y'all be playing mm. in our faces. Inflation. They not, girl. They don't want to pay us right here in LA. <laughs> uh, like it is, it is so chaotic, and it, it's a different to. To I'm very grateful and blessed to be here. For 13 years. Like, okay. I think next week, yeah, next week is like 13, 13 years I've been out here. And, okay, four days know, will be six years for me in four days. Listen, I tell people, I was like, you know, this was already predestined, all of that, just because the the ride to get here was so smooth i already had a job i like transferred my job i was working at nordstrom i made friends right away at housing and you know i was living with the person formerly known as my cousin but i don't mess with her so because you know how that be no how family be you know how family be yes, and so it's it, yeah. it's just like i'm supposed to be here and, and things are looking up it's been definitely highs a lot of lows Yes, that's why I love like with my podcast and when I get on my, my channel and my platform is like people be like, oh, it's peaches and cream. No, it's not. It's not like I want to be as transparent as can be like some days I'm OK, then some days I'm not OK. And it's OK to get it's OK not to be OK. It's OK to not be. Listen, and I tell people that and they're like, what? I'm like, it is OK. To right. not be okay because I am human. I have feelings. I have emotions. Yes. My mind is racing. I'm living my head. 
So today is one of them days. I just want to lay in bed and eat ice cream. Man, like, to, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was going to text you and tell you, like, I don't know if we can postpone because when I got the news about the six months, that really, like, struck a nerve. And I was just like, man, today was just like a rough day for me. I'm not going to lie. And I was just like, you know what? I'm still going to get on here and I'm still going to speak. I'm gonna speak I appreciate truth. you. I, I, I really do appreciate you because, you know, I would have been like, girl, take all the time you need. I know, you know? right. But I'm going to say this about this week. And it's like a, a new moon tonight. This has been the weirdest week. Okay, so it's not me. No. It's been weird Tiffany, all day I'm today. For two days, I can't even get it out. I cannot get it out. You like my my cousins, um, nothing. Nothing. Nene cry. What are you trying like, to make Nene cry? <laughs> I cannot. Every time I like, even even I got the news about my cousin at work. Like I, okay. I do three days in office, two days out, and I got that news at the end of the workday. And then my I had mentioned to my coworkers early in the year, the girls that I manage, what was happening. Mm-hmm. And they was like, are you okay? Like, do you need anything? Do you need to go home? Or do you just need a moment? I was like, honestly, I don't know what to feel because I didn't get that information from my family. Like you, I got, I got that information from my cousin's best friend. Oh, you know, that just so happens to live out here. The information oh, about you. the retrial I got from his baby mama. So mm. nobody's communicating. So I feel a type, it's a different thing. So she and she, you know, thank God, my little cousin, she was living out here, but she's been traveling the world. Her job allows her to move about, but she's posted up in San Diego and, you know, her cousin, her mom flew out and I'm like, yo, I might take that drive to like, just hang out. Go take that drive. Girl, I was like, I can't even, then I was like, man, I don't feel like driving. Cause listen, here's the thing. I could wake up in the morning and go to San Diego and it'd be an hour and a half, but it'll be six hours trying to get home. That oh yeah, coming back home. That gave me the, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, coming I'm, back home be a whole nother situation. I know. I was like, see, I don't know about all that. You know, it's stuff here in my house. I was like, you know, maybe maybe we can meet halfway, but you know, it's it's really been a weird, weird week, and I'm like, yo, it feels like, but I think there's like an eclipse as well, it like. Has- to be something because it's been crazy today's been the most craziest day all day today for me i don't know what's going on i I have 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 to stay in the house tonight listen (laughs) listen i was like after this i was like all right you made me start drinking already i'm sorry because i was on whiskey so i was just like sorry it's cool it's cool i was like i could just order something and then just chill because that's that's just where my mind is it's like mm-hmm. i don't even feel like it i'm like i need to wash clothes i'll do I that know. in the morning but i'm just trying to chill because i was like who and just like a like really process was happening i i don't even know i just honestly i've been feel, i've i've been numb for three days so i i totally understand what you are feeling and what you are going through and i hope like i said i hope that is not what it's gonna be you know and yeah it's, it's just really interesting and it's just like who can we call how can we fix this because this is I know. I mean, we've been calling a war. We've been calling, and no one's like really giving us great. This like it's crazy when you go visit the prison and when you call the prison, they treat you like you a fucking criminal. I'm like, I'm a taxpayer. I'm actually paying your paycheck. Well, for the state of right. California, for Illinois. But I'm just saying, like, it'd be like, don't treat me like this. I just want to know what's happening. Like they're mean. They're rude when you call. Like rude. Like what do you want? No. Okay, you're done. Bye. Wow. I don't understand people how people that are like that and I get and I know they get it because it's like a level it's like a, a, sh- a like a layer of protection for themselves. Right. So like you try to empathize with them but then it's just like put yourself in my shoes bitch. Like <laughs> Right, just a little bit. And then you know what the really crazy part is so my son's father is somewhat related. I don't know how he related but he related to the mayor of Chicago. The the woman? No. No, Wait, she's not, she's not, Lightfoot isn't there anymore. It's Brandon Johnson. Oh. So I'm like, I told, I call his his dad like, I'm going to need you to call your cousin. 
just to figure out why they got him still in the hole. I'm not asking you to get him out of prison. I'm just asking yeah. you to get him out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like, give us some, give us something. Something. I need you to have your cousin make a phone call. I know he he's the mayor of Chicago. Right. Like, I, we don't know what's going on. Like, what really happened? And oh, Lord, cover him. That's all I've been doing. Like, I literally just been praying, asking God to cover him and to protect him. And I'm going to trust God. I just know it's it's patience in this season and trust the process. Because I know yeah. when I come out, there's victory on the other side. I know what I'm going through is not for nothing. I know yeah. it's not. I know yeah. something's coming out of this. It's, it's, and it's like, and all you need is faith of a mustard seed because like, like you said, like you feel like they trying to, trying to break you. And I'm just lit. I'm like hearing this story and, and, and really just even just absorbing it. It's just like, oh my God, like my heart. Yeah. Cause he's going to need therapy when he gets out. Like I already like, no, like he's going to need therapy when he, as soon as he gets out, we're, we're, you're, you're going to therapy because I yeah. can't help you. Yeah. I don't know what it's like to be in there, but a therapist can help you and guide you through that. Yeah. And that's where I want my organization to have like a therapist, you know, because like some of the girls in the group, they say therapy is high. They can't afford it. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, and, 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 um, and depending on your insurance, like they don't. Right. Really, mm-hmm. and, and I will say that the cool thing was happening because, you know, and, and hopefully, um, like what we're seeing more because like basic things that we need as human beings, like wellness checkups. Um, right. You know, women, we need two different ones, you know, like, right. I get, right. you know, and so in therapy. So we're seeing more places pop up that are like wellness centers that house all those things where, you know, for a, a monthly fee, you can mm-hmm. have access to all these wellness services. So hopefully that becomes like the norm. I know there's one here in Silver Lake called uh, Tia. Mm-hmm. And so where you can, you know, get your annual, whatever to have therapists, acupuncture, all these different types of things uh, that can, you know, help better you. And, and I always tell people too, because um, I, experienced uh hearing loss really early and okay. so i have to wear hearing aids and so i was i remember that i remember that yeah, yeah so i my insurance was not going to cover anything and so it was going to be four four or five grand out of pocket just to get hearing aids yeah and so um and they and they had different things like i remember my friend to here sent me something but because I, you know, depending on if I got booked for something or was filming, like you, I couldn't have it where it would show because like it would obstruct whatever right. is happening. So luckily, um, uh, and this is what I mean about black people looking out for black people community. Uh, when I went to get fitted for hearing aids and, and then, of course, I'm going in blindly, not knowing, like hoping that my insurance is going to cover this. The black woman that was helping me was when she said that price. I was like, "Listen, I have that, but that's gonna take. I I, I don't want to give it. That's gonna be a hit on my savings that I just really started getting back to rebuilding." And so she told her boss about it, and he was like, "Oh, you wouldn't get the, you know, like." You make money on the sales or whatever, but you wouldn't get credit, but you could refer her out to the Department of Rehabilitation. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage people to you utilize their services in the city um, because sometimes therapy is one of the things that they, it might not be like somebody that looks like you per se, but there are things available that the, you know, like we said, like we're paying tax dollars and they have different services and programs that are available that can assist you. So mm-hmm. I got lucky. And, and like I said, my, my hearing aids, they just slide right in. You can't see them. And that's. That's the best. Yeah, that's the best. And so there are, are services available to people. So, you know, um, you know what you might do, the, the young lady that said that, you know, ask her what state she lives in, what city, what state. And then go from there and kind of help her with a deep dive to see what's available, what resources right. are available to her 
to get that therapy um, because it's a lot. I have a cousin that's incarcerated um, and I see um, his brother. Uh, it's funny. His name is Dominic. And um, his brother, my cousin Vincent, posts about it, like how much he misses him. But I never, and I don't even know, you know, like what to say sometimes. I was like, man, like, you know, because nobody, we talk about family, nobody really communicating. We, mm-hmm. I don't even know why he's in there. Right. So, you know, like, I don't know when he's getting out, like what that looks like, you know. Um, so I, I, this has encouraged me to reach out to his mom and, you know, his brother and, you know, ask questions and, you know. Right. Like, how how can I help y'all? How can I be of service? And, and like you said, like, please send me the link to your Facebook group because I would love for my cousin and um, his oh, mom absolutely. To, join, to join that. Um, uh, just so she knows, like, she has outside support, too, because nobody when we get together and if i see them nobody says how how's nick or how you really doing because it's out of sight out of mind no yeah. one and family doesn't like i love my family but they don't never ask me how is damiani doing unless i post something yeah and then yeah. they don't even stop to even say how you doing because this i know this is a lot for you yeah. and i think sometimes too uh, on the other side of that, I think that people probably looking at it like, I don't want to bring her down or I don't want her. Yep, to or I don't know her. what to say to her. Yeah, I don't know what to say. And yeah. so I'm a crack a joke. I'm gonna make her laugh yes. just to bring her spirits up instead of, mm-hmm. you know, because sometimes we just it's, it's different. We just want somebody. You good? Like, yes, I know this yes. is a lot for you. Yes. And, and, and depending on what your connection was like with him and, and, and what his connection was with his, his you know, your, your family, it, it, it definitely, it, it takes a toll and you, it, for you, it feels lonely. It does. Cause that's my, he's my only kid. And like, we was like, we was just different. Like when he get home, you're going to see the connection. You're going to be like, oh, I see it. Like there's a yeah. genuine connection. Like for real. Like I know everybody love it. I know everybody love their kids. But Damiani and I, the bond is just different. And you yeah. will see that. It's always been different since he's been little. Always. And so, like, he encourages me when I don't feel my best. Like, he's in prison. He'll send me a message saying, Mom, hold on. Aww. Keep doing what you're doing on the podcast. People need you. Like, sometimes I'm down and out. He'll be like, no, Mom, you got to keep going. Jesus needs you for the kingdom. Like, he'll say stuff like <laughs> He'd be and, like, Mamas need to hear your voice, mom. You're gonna be the voice, mom. And I'd be like, voice, sit down. He's like, no, mom, you the voice. <laughs> that's that's and see, that's great. Like, even in that he still has high hopes and and and, and high spirits too. And, yes. and and before we wrap up and get out of here, I wanna I wanna tell everybody that you had Damiani come on the podcast. He sent like a, a little yes. voicemail. Yes talking about like you know talking to the moms about and pretty much telling them to you know hold on and it, it, it's gonna be a brighter day yeah what was that what was that like you know like how did just, you receive that a lot of people send me messages like a lot of the moms like I my like my timeline was flooded my inbox was flooded they were like Tiffany oh my god it was refreshing to hear that um I just gonna I'm gonna keep holding on so many mothers love that. And so that's how I know. That's when I knew right then he's my co-host when he gets out. Because, you know, you know, it's, it's the podcast is locked in with Tiffany and Nicole. So you're going to be locked in with Damiani and I because he's going to talk from the perspective of his situation and then for mine. So yeah. like and for his story, because he's going to have a story to tell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So and I want him to be a blessing to other people that are incarcerated, too. And and just, you know, like. Uh, inspiration to kids too you know like hey yes like, listen to your mama we be yes. telling you like they not, they're not doing that for just be but be open but i think i think the the cool thing now is is like the world that black people we're understanding the concept of of mental health more right yes. and yes. so if there is someone you know who son if you're listening that is going through something similar 
be able to be an outlet but also get them an outlet because mm-hmm. it could be things like you said i just want my dad but you don't know what that means they can't really articulate that to you but right. then there could be a third party that can like say mm-hmm. oh okay i get it this is stemming from okay so what does this look like and and and, and think of it from this perspective too like you know um you know, everybody doesn't have access to their dad like he did, even though he said something mean. But like right. sometimes people, parents die. Like my mom died when I was six months. Right. You know, and that is, you know, people, like you said, out of sight, out of mind. You mm-hmm. you were a baby. You don't, you don't remember. You don't know. You know, my sister was three. She remembers what our mom looks like in the, the coffin at three years mm. old. And she's really. Yes, and my she sister remembers that. She remembers that. Oh wow! And so, uh, yeah, it's like it's like different things that happen, and um, we it, it, it's affecting me more as an adult because my mom was so young. So yeah, like that that has really affected me kind of more in my adult years and just trying to process because like you said like people people don't realize how things like could impact the way you love the way that you interact with people and different things like that and so um and i i feel like when i try to you know act like my my aunt is my mom my mom's sister raised her so that's my mama you know and my dad my dad was married to my mom but it's like also it's like trying to get certain information or learn about my mom has been a really tough road because it's this completely other like side of myself that i don't know because people are still living through their own trauma and don't want to discuss what happened my mom just didn't wake up one day like she was 32. so it wasn't Mm -hmm. you know like she was like sick or anything like that but so it's just it's just a process. So I was like, yeah, I probably should go back to therapy <laughs> to like unpack this, and so I don't feel uh like heavy, like heavy about this. Like it's something I always think about. Like I lay down, I go to sleep, am I gonna wake up? Like I don't want to be like that girl. I want to leave. Right? No, but that's why I recommend therapy. I yeah, I do. I do. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like for real to get that out. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and 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 the first step is acknowledging that yo, I'm probably not. I need to talk to somebody. So, first step done, and 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 I've been to therapy before. Um, is I went to therapy in college when the 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 situation, like you know, when my cousin got murdered, um, mm-hmm. and had definitely it was a, a tussle. It was a battle with the Lord for real, for real. And uh, it would be my friend's mom that would kind of put things into perspective for me, who was a Jehovah's Witness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess my anger is misguided. Uh, But it happens. And and, and, uh, with, you know, loss comes anger. So it it uh, does. Yeah, so it's just being able to process that and being able to articulate that uh, into words and being able to heal and move on from it and 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 just cherish cherish those moments and those memories in time. So Absolutely. I am looking forward to your baby getting out. Yeah, not being in this hole. Yes, and. Maybe y'all could learn, uh, develop a secret language <laughs> where it's like, okay, so mama, this will really happen, but they on some bullshit. <laughs> right. No, we do, we do low key. We do have a secret language that we say, but you know, but it is, yeah, we do have one though. Like yeah. the stuff you say, I'd be like, okay, I know what you're saying. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but Tiffany, I want to, I want to thank you so much again for stopping by and sharing your story with us and us being able to connect. And I hope that this brought a little bit of, uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Peace 
to you today to be able to express it how you did. feel. Right it felt good. It felt so. good. I just don't want the mamas to feel like they're by themselves. Like, um, and I'm going to stand for the mothers because it is a lot. It is yeah. a lot. And Man. I want to stand for them. Tell everybody um, where they can find you on social media as well as uh, your podcast. Yes, my podcast. So my podcast, you can find me um, locked in with Tiffany Nicole. Um, and that is my Instagram. And I do have a Facebook group. So the Facebook group is the impact of incarceration on mothers. And I don't want to leave the daddies out. They can join because I had a couple of fathers that reached out to me. It's like, my son is incarcerated, so don't forget about us. So, but right now it's the impact of incarceration that's on Facebook for the mothers. Um, and my Instagram, my handle is L-I-W Tiffany Nicole. Yes, yes. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode. Um, and we will see y'all here next week. Bye. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs>